Hello and welcome to another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist MBA Talk Podcast. I'm Evan Woodson and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about some of the preseason action that's been going on. Um, going to overreact a little bit to a couple of things. I'm uh, going to talk about some players, going to talk about some teams and some stuff that I've been impressed with this preseason. Uh, so let's just get right into it. I'm going to start with the uh, new look Cavaliers. Uh, obviously, you know, LeBron leaves. Um, you know, Cleveland hasn't really been able to do anything without LeBron. Uh, we've seen that throughout LeBron's basically entire career. Whenever he leaves, whenever he comes back, you know, he leaves again. Everyone thinks he le- he's leaving the Cavs high and dry. Uh, you know, a lot of people aren't really putting much into this team. Um, you know, they're in a tough Eastern Conference. I think uh, about six teams... Six teams are definitely set in the Eastern Conference. I think the final two seeds are a little bit up for grabs, um, definitely leading towards more of Detroit and Miami, I think, like most people are. But I definitely think those two seeds, uh, you know, especially if Miami is able to get Jimmy Butler, but, you know, those two seeds are, they're they're going to be uh, competable for those two seeds. Um, you know, and I think I, I like the Cavs' new lineup, you know, looking at them even this summer, watching them train, watching them work out, watching their guys go. And, you know, their first preseason game, obviously it's a preseason game against Boston. Uh, No Kyrie. But, you know, Boston did play most of their guys. Uh, You know, no one plays too much. But still, there are some takeaways, even in a preseason game. Um, You know, Kevin Love being the first one. I really like what I saw from Kevin Love. You know, he hasn't been super great with LeBron. Hasn't had the ball a lot. Not Not a great sidekick for LeBron, obviously. But, you know, Minnesota Kevin Love was a thing of beauty. Um, and I do think that in certain aspects, he can return to that Kevin Love, what he was like in Minnesota. I think he can be that in Cleveland. Uh, I'm expecting about 20 and 10 from Kevin Love this season. Uh, you know, he's dribbling up the floor. He's hitting his shots. You know, if he can hit his shots and get his post-ups, get to the free throw line, shoot shoot the three ball at about 40%, I think he's going to be easily... a 20 and 10 guy, you know, with a couple offensive rebounds. I think he's ready to shoulder this workload. Uh, you know, he's still a heck of a player. He can still really play. I've always really liked Kevin Love's game. Uh, you know, he struggles a little bit defensively, but he's a great passer. And I think he can be a good playmaker for this Cleveland team. You know, I'd like to see him bring the ball up. I'd like to see him push in transition, pull up for that three we saw a couple times. Uh, and just, you know, even get them into their offense. And, you know, if they can kick the ball into the post, kick it out to shooters on the perimeter. I'm really liking what I see with Kevin Love, and I think he's going to mesh well with this new squad. Uh, you know, Rodney Hood, you know, saw about 10 points for Rodney Hood in that preseason game. Uh, you know, I was a big Rodney Hood fan last year for Cleveland. I know he definitely struggled a lot in the playoffs, had some issues in the locker room. But when he played, you know, especially in that series against Golden State and even a couple times against Boston, he's one of the, he was one of the few playmakers on this uh, Cleveland team, one of the few guys that could really get it done. And I think if Rodney Hood's in attack mode, he's a dangerous player. You know, he's very long. He's athletic. He can shoot the ball. He's got a good mid-range game. He can create for himself. Um, You know, I'm expecting about 15-plus from Rodney Hood this year. I think he's going to be starting. He's going to have a lot of confidence. You know, he wants to prove to people that, you know, after being a great uh, six-man and having a great couple years, that last year was an aberration, and he's fully ready to go. He's fully committed to this Cleveland squad. And I think you're going to see a lot of – Rodney Hood this season. I would not be surprised if he, you know, he came out and even averaged like 18 points a game. I'm going to ballpark him at about 15. Uh, this guy can really play. 
And so expect some big things from him. I think he's going to be the second best player on this Cleveland Cavaliers team. And, uh, you know, he's going to be Kevin Love's kind of second guy. And he's going to be he's going to be shouldering a lot of the offensive workload. And I think he's going to be ready for it. Uh, you know, and then obviously talking about the rookie Colin Sexton. Uh, he was one of my rookies that I really like. I think he's going to be a top five in the uh, rookie of the year candidate. Um, you know, I think he'll be a first team all rookie. This guy can flat out play, you know, he's very athletic, he gets up and down the floor, you know, watching him, he, he just goes, and he has no second gear, it's all go, 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 uh, you know, definitely has to improve the jump shot, but he, he attacks it, he's going to be great, I think, uh, you know, maybe he'll eventually start, but looks like they'll start him on the bench to start the season, and go with uh, the veteran George Hill, you know, let him learn, I think he, he's going to learn a lot from George Hill, who's a proven veteran, who's been around the league quite a bit, um, you know, he attacks, he plays with heart. Uh, I think he's going to average about 13 points a game this year. He'll be, he'll be very solid for this, uh, pretty good Cleveland Cavaliers bench. You know, I'm really excited to see what we're going to get out of him. And I think he's only going to get better as the year progresses. Uh, you know, and then like guys like Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench as well. You know, this is a very fast backcourt with him and Sexton. They're going to be very aggressive and they're just going to flat out attack you. And if teams aren't ready, him and him and Colin Sexton, uh, Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton, they're going to get after it, and their 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 bench will outplay you if you're not ready for them. They're going to come at full full steam ahead in attack mode, and I'm very excited to see what they're going to make off of this bench with a guy like Larry Nance coming down and rebounding. You know, a guy like um, Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith who can shoot the ball. This is going to be a very fun bench to watch, and I think it's going to be one of the better benches in the NBA. Uh, you know, and then Seti Osman, I think a big piece of this Cleveland Cavaliers success is going to be Seti Osman. You know, he looked pretty good last night. He's playing with confidence. You know, he was working out with LeBron in the summer. I saw him scrimmaging with LeBron and KD and uh, Kawhi Leonard. If he can play with confidence and heart, I think this guy has all the tools to be a great NBA, great NBA role player. And I think he's going to be one for the Cavaliers this year. I think he's going to be about a 10-point-per-game scorer. You know, he can rebound. He can defend. Um, you know, this, this, he's going to be a big, big part of this Cleveland team who, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team. I think realistically, I probably have them as the nine seed, but, um, I think that they could, I would not be surprised if they compete and, you know, if Detroit sustains an injury or something like that, which, you know, is possible with Blake Griffin. Um, I think they have a chance to, uh, make it into this play into the playoffs. You know, they have guys that can get into, that can score. I think they're going to, you know, Kevin Love will be their go-to scorer, but they'll do it a lot by committee. They have about five guys who I think can average double figures uh, with about three more guys who can average about six to eight. So I think, you know, they'll be able to score with a lot of teams. Uh, you know, they, they'll they be uh, they'll be pretty good defensively, I think. They'll be okay, um, you know, with Tristan and with uh, Larry Nance. Some guys, you know, if, if Rodney Hood can take that second year defensively, I think they'll be pretty good defensively as well. Um, you know, I'm kind of excited to see what it's like without LeBron. You know, we saw last time they were without LeBron. Didn't go so well. I think this time around it's going to be a little bit better. And, you know, I'm excited to see what Cleveland can, can do this year. The next team I want to talk about, uh, the Toronto Raptors. Obviously, you know, Toronto had the best record in the uh, Eastern Conference last year. Just played outstanding basketball. You know, DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry sharing the ball, using that excellent bench to outrun teams. And then they ran into LeBron. We've all heard this story before. 
you know, now LeBron's gone. And, you know, even last year, I thought that, you know, if, if, if Cleveland, if Toronto didn't have that psychological LeBron whammy on them, I think they could have been the team. I think they could have beat Boston in a series. I think they could have beat Philadelphia. You know, they just had that LeBron thing. Uh, you know, he's gone now. So, you know, they have the best record in the Eastern Conference last year. You pretty much just swap out Kawhi Leonard or swap out DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. You swap out Jakob Pertle for Danny Green. Uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard went healthy. Last time we saw was, saw him being healthy was with the Spurs up 20 on the Golden State Warriors in uh, Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals with Kawhi Leonard being the best player on the floor. Uh, you know, he's looked pretty good. He's looked a little rusty, obviously. Hasn't shot the ball well from three or from the free throw line. But, you know, his second game was a lot better. Uh, you know, we saw what he can do. I think he'll be back to top form. I think he'll be the best player in the Eastern Conference this year. It's my prediction for Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's a great player when healthy and when ready to go. He's definitely a top four player, easily a top four player. And, you know, this Raptors team is going to be ripping and roaring. I really like the addition of Danny Green. I think Danny Green is is a really good player. You know, we saw him and he was so pivotal in, the, in those championship runs, shooting the ball. You know, he shot the ball exceptionally well. And, you know, if he could just be a 3 and D guy for this Toronto Raptors, he's got good length. He can defend. Um, you know, I think they'll be able to switch a lot. You know, some lineups I like that they can throw out there, uh, you know, with Van Fleet or DeLon right at the point guard. These two guys, hound ball handlers, they get after it. You know, Danny Green at the two, Kawhi Leonard at the three, OG Ananobi or Pascal at the four, and Serge Ibaka at the five. You know, this uh, uh, squad like this on defense, they could switch a lot. They can move. They can share the ball, you know. Obviously, Kyle Lowry will be in the mix as well. He's a good defender. I know he's a little bit smaller, but he can defend, and he works his ass off on the defensive end. Uh, you know, I think this Raptors team is going to be very good defensively. I also think they're going to be re- very good offensively. They have a lot of different lineups they can go to. You know, they can play CJ. As you've been seeing, they've been starting CJ Miles at the four. You know, they can go with Valanchunas to go big, to hound teams. You know, they can put OG Ananobi in there. They can put Pascal Siakam. They're going to have a very good bench, and their bench only got better, you know, as now OG Ananobi is probably going to go back to the bench this year. He's going to have a very good season. I'm expecting big things out of OG. You know, Van Fleet, just a sensational player. This Raptors bench is going to be just as, just as good, if not better, than last season, and now their starting lineup's got a lot better. You know, a healthy Kawhi, if he can be, you know, the best player in every series, I don't see why they can't beat Boston or even get to the finals and, you know, really give Golden State a run for their money. They have good length. They defend well. You know, I really like Nick Nurse as a coach. Um, they're going to be able to run up and down. They're they're not scared of anybody now that LeBron's gone. And obviously now that they have Kawhi Leonard, you know, Kawhi Leonard's going to be able to guard some of those big players on other teams. Uh, you know, and this Raptors team is going to be very dangerous, um, you know, especially if they get some home court advantage because we know what it's like in Toronto with the home court advantage. If they can grab... You know, if they can grab the one seed and the uh, and it runs through Toronto, I think they have a very good shot at uh, making the finals this year. And I'm really excited to see what uh, Kawhi Leonard's able to do this upcoming season. And obviously, got to finish it off by talking about Showtime. Uh, you know, Showtime is back in L.A. LeBron, Rondo, you know, just watching them play. I know they lost their first two games, but, you know, just preseason games. LeBron hasn't played a ton of minutes. He's looking good already. And another guy that's really benefited is JaVale McGee. You know, he runs up and down the court very well. 
you know, and he just he's being the recipient of some great passes by Rondo, some great passes by LeBron, you know, two of the top five passers in the NBA. And you have two of the, maybe three of the top five, if you add Lonzo Ball in there, you might have three of the best five passers in the NBA, you know, they're just, they, and they look to get rid of the ball, you know, Rondo, Lonzo, LeBron, you know, they can get rid of the ball in transition, guys like JaVale McGee, just run up and down the floor, you're going to get lots of easy looks, lots of layups, and same for LeBron, you know, we've seen, he's able to play off the ball, you know, he's saving his energy a bit, he doesn't have to bring the ball up all the time, you know, Rondo, Lonzo, these guys can both handle the ball with ease, and very well, you know, Rondo's run the offense very well, and you know, saw a couple times in the Denver game, the ball just fizzing around the perimeter, the, uh, they're, re- they're really ready to go. They're going to move the ball exceptionally well. You know, really excited to see what we get out of them. You know, a guy like Josh Hart coming in and started into the starting lineup. You know, this guy can finish around the rim. He's a great three-point shooter. You know, him and KCP are kind of... <coughs> excuse me. Him and KCP are kind of interchangeable at that position. Uh, you know, Brandon Ingram running, running up and down the floor. Kyle Kuzma. Just so many guys that can throw out there. They're going to run and gun. They're going to get after it. Uh, they're definitely going to struggle defensively, and we saw that a lot. You know, We saw Yo- um, Kuzma, who I think they'll play a lot at the five. Him trying to guard Jokic was a nightmare. Um, but, you know, offensively, they're going to put up a lot of points. They, they're they're going to be able to shoot the ball well. I, I still think that they have some good shooters. Obviously, maybe they'll need to add one more shooter before the trade deadline, but they have some shooters. They're going to run up and down the floor. LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands. Not as much. You're going to see a lot of Rondo and Lonzo, but I think these guys are going to be great point guards for LeBron. He's really going to enjoy playing with them. You know, even a guy like Lance, he can handle the ball as well. There's just so many ball handlers, so many guys that can make plays. And, you know, watching this Lakers team, it's going to be very exciting to see what they can do. Uh, You know, I've predicted they're going to go to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, I'm standing with that prediction. And, you know, it's going to be a fun year for the Lakers and fun year for LeBron James. So that's my uh, edition of Woodrow's Wishlist talking about the preseason. Um, thank you for listening. If you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at GringoTime. Or you can find me on Instagram at WoodrowThePlayer or at NBA Talk 49 You know, feel free to message me. Uh, anything you want to talk about. I love to debate about basketball. Just send me a message and we'll get on to it. Thank you very much.